Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And I'll do that like at the end, right? Yeah. Or you could even ask her, and how do people find you? Oh, you know, okay. yeah. Okay. Yep. Like so, I've never I, listened I, to a podcast I know. before. <laughs> this is my first podcast. Hey, yes, Hey everybody! Hey! It's Melissa and Marisa, and we're the bitches taking pictures. What's up? Oh no, it's all right. Yeah, we have our first guest this week. I know. I'm so excited. Right? God, we already did the interview, <laughs> but you're going to hear it after this little intro from us. Don't and give away our secrets. I know, right? <laughs> this is like, it's, we have her on the line. We're right breaking now. the fourth wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We totally just did the interview and we're so pumped for you to hear it because Lisa is our friend. We and- we met her in Santa Barbara or in the in a L run. What is that? that canyon i don't know in some canyon in santa barbara we met her the details are fuzzy but we know we met there (laughs) and then we truly bonded in marfa texas yes which sounds so fancy less fuzzy but you know we're piecing it all together exactly because you know things happen in the desert yeah, so before we play the interview for you, we just wanted to give a couple little shout outs to some people that we know are always listening, like our groom to be Justin, who actually I looked at our map of where people were listening and it said Turks and Caicos. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, oh, we're so famous. We're like worldwide. Blah, blah, blah. And then um, and then I look at my Instagram and Justin's there. Yeah. On vacation. I was like, and I wrote to him. I was like, oh, now I know who's listening. <laughs> and he's like, just me. Proud to be your vacation podcast, though. That rules. Seriously. And shout out to my cousin Carrie, who yes! texted me the other day that she was driving and listening to the podcast. And she felt like she was just having a conversation with us and that she missed me. Oh. So it's bringing people together. Right. And I just love it. Say thank you for, for everyone who listens and then for telling us you listened. It's just like really nice thank you it is it is and we read our next guest 
will be our friend Amanda, who works in the Newport wedding scene. And she told us that her dad listens and wanted to let us know that um, Carl sent us a little message that our, our podcast was so much fun. And I was like, oh, my God, Carl. Yeah. He's listening. <laughs> and we love Carl. He put us up in his house when we shot on Block Island. Right. And Carl is healthy and doing well and we just wanted to say we're so happy that life is good man yes we're so happy yes all right so i guess we'll you know we'll let and, this and the rest shout of this out go. to our three listeners oh. yeah <laughs> it's all three of the details. millions three of exactly. them it's the only three i can think of at the moment All right, everybody, enjoy this interview with Lisa from Pretty Bold Photos Photography. <laughs> Hi, we have Lisa here with us, our very first guest on Bitches Taking Pictures. Hello, Lisa. Lisa. Say hi. <laughs> Lisa is a premier elopement photographer who travels the world shooting fabulous elopements. And we had the pleasure of meeting her a few years ago. And today we're going to have a little chat about all things weddings. Lisa, are you famous? Because if you're not famous, I feel like you should be, like, I feel like you should be famous. Your pictures are like so fucking incredible. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I personally know this famous photographer. Yeah. <laughs> when I look at your work, I'm like, I'm not giving you pity likes. I'm legit no. liking your pictures like blown away as a fellow photographer that's beyond. amazing it's really helping yeah. with foster syndrome to hear this <laughs> oh my <laughs> god no oh god why did i pose it here like this and i missed this tiny detail and i'm just like oh oh well i can't even believe because i show my daughter your picture like i'm like look at look at what my friend did yeah <laughs> like it's that's amazing, amazing. I mean, you know that nobody sees the imperfections the way we see them, right? Yeah. Like, I'm trying to get better about that. It's a, it's something I have to tell myself every single time I edit is that nobody knows. Or mm -hmm. what Melissa often reminds me, that's just what they look like, Marisa. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do need to remember that the most because there's times where I'm just like, Oh goodness. I'm like, yeah, no, that's just how they are. That's just, and I can't fix that. And everybody's perfect the way they are. And so right. I try to adjust them in my head. It's more of like, oh, why didn't I just turn them slightly to the left? Or why didn't I angle them out of this? So I would have had this other framing like better in the background, but also we're hiking, we're in crazy places. It might be raining, it could be freezing. So like a lot of times we have limited time to get the shots and the camera. Right. That's, that's what I think is that you're on a, the side of a mountain and somehow oh. you have the most spectacular lighting and, and their dress, the dress is just flowing perfectly or it's perfectly dirty on the bottom. Like, Oh, there was one lady. She looked oh. like she had blood on the bottom of her dress. <laughs> oh, that was amazing. Yeah. I was like, it stood out in that environment. Well, I'm a little goth. So I was yeah, like, yeah. oh, 
it's like I, a I do all the unique dresses because I, you know, ball gowns just aren't necessarily my thing, especially because they don't fit the environments in which I'm taking the couples. Better to go a little funky, a little like unique, because these pictures and these elopements are more unique than the traditional weddings tend to be. Because we make it like I make it, I work with the couples and make it all about them and what they want to do. So every single one is customized from start to finish. And we plan it all together and make sure that their personalities and interests are captured, as well as like a lot of people come to me because they're super awkward in front of the camera because I'm also super stupid awkward. So I know what to do with them and I know when to back off and just hide behind a bush and let them take a breath and do what they need to recompose or have a good time. You're a pro. Yeah. You're an awkward pro. (laughs) That that touches on so many things we wanted to talk about. And one of the main things is the difference between elopements versus Mm -hmm. weddings. And another thing is like the East Coast, West Coast vibe. So I guess you kind of covered some of that. But what I didn't think about is the clothing aspect of it. Cause I've definitely seen hiking boots. I've seen lots of like smart footwear for what you do. Marisa saw a vest, a man in a vest and a cowboy hat. And she was like, what's going on? I said, (laughs) oh yeah. I I screenshot, sorry to that couple. I screenshot You're just not a country girl. That's all. No. And I said, he wore what? But it makes sense. (gasps) Yeah, very common. And I think they came in from Pennsylvania, if I remember off the top of my head. But he was like a big outdoorsman (laughs) and everything. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. So that's also another element of elopement, I would say, is attire. You know, people do get a little bit more creative or take some liberties. Sometimes those liberties don't work so well. Like when I had a couple show up to hike Yosemite to some of the highest points and the bride had on ballet flats and the groom had on the slickest dress shoes I've ever seen. And yeah, I wear size like five kid shoes (laughs) and she was nine. And I was like, is there a way that you can like put on these boots somehow? I just don't feel comfortable. He ended up slipping on the top over like we weren't at the crevasses at that point, luckily, but Oh my goodness. Yeah. He slipped, he ripped his pants. And at that point I was like, you can't go by the edge anymore. Sorry. Oh my God. Mom roll and like making you come back here. And I warn every single couple footwear, footwear, footwear is the most important thing when we're traveling and going to these places. Cause there's also poison Oak, which a lot of people don't think about. And you've got snags. If we're in the desert, everything wants to stab you there. So you need to be prepared. <laughs> so I like, do people ever get hurt on your shoots? Has anybody ever gotten yeah. like, Injured? <laughs> do you have yeah, no, I insurance? I do. Yes, I have insurance. I have <laughs> a very intensive release form on my contracts that goes over every single thing. I ask each couple before any poses that are going to be in any sort of potentially iffy situation. I say, and even before I do a little speech, like before we get going, being like, I will ask you if you want to do these things, feel free to tell me to go fuck myself (laughs) no way i'm going to the edge like i can also frame it to make it look more dangerous than it is like it's all about their comfort and all of that so they know that they're never being forced into anything and so that also takes any legal issues away from (laughs) as well hopefully 
I, you yeah. know, like in my head, I was like, they just like magically appear in these. <laughs> like, I didn't even think of all the hiking and like in the dresses. And oh my God. Well, you know what I'm thinking is sometimes I don't even want to be in a hotel room with like several people I don't know. But Lisa, you're spending intimate amounts of time with these couples and you said you're an awkward person are you are you ever just like you don't want to talk like how deep do you have to dig because it's so much work to be a photographer and now you're adding on these layers of travel and hiking and danger and you got to talk to them Yeah, as an introvert, it's been a bit of a hurdle to get over at times. However, we are hiking and sometimes I do race ahead of them or I stay behind or I let them go off in the distance. A lot of times we drive to different places throughout the elopements. We don't always hike. Like opportunities for me to have my breaks and shovel granola bars down my throat in the car and play murder podcasts in between locations to kind of settle myself. I'll sit in the car during, um, like before the ceremony, eat a little bit. I just need to recharge, go back in there, give it all, you know? So I was wondering how you stay on all that time. It's also a little easier because the couples and I tend to communicate quite a bit in advance, unlike weddings where I, you know, do a call. We might email a couple of times with a timeline of like, hey, here's the thing, like whatever. And then I show up and we don't know really much about each other at all. Whereas for the elopements, I have extensive questionnaires that go over all kinds of stuff. We're usually on the phone, joking, joking in emails, getting a bit more like familiar with each other. So it's not quite as bad. And because I'm able to give them space and they don't have people around, it makes it easier. So because it is so personal, do you ever have instances like after when they get their pictures and they're like, you feel like your friend, they feel like they're friends with you, but then, but the, so they're like, oh, well, I'm not happy with this product or I'm not like satisfied with what I got. Does it make it harder? I have never gotten an elopement couple who has come back unhappy. I had oh. a wedding couple, which was not my brand. I just took it because of COVID. It was like a weird referral and that went somewhat horribly. It was in LA very wealthy couple they everything was orange and red so it tinted everyone's skin these funky colors oh of course yeah and i showed up and they were very rude from the very beginning like really off put and i was like i don't understand like why is this happening and then i got some of the meanest emails i've ever received from them and it was just like i it took me months to recover like even to this day like i still get extreme anxiety when I deliver galleries as a result and but otherwise like and they just weren't my 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 clients I should never have booked them like in retrospect so lesson learned yeah do you do any um weddings weddings now are you just elopements or especially after that one are you just like no (laughs) I will do one to two a year Mm -hmm. Uh, typically they're back east so I can also go visit friends and family. Yeah, Lisa is a New Englander like us, everybody. And <laughs> she's a masshole. I am totally a masshole. I drop my wickets. I <laughs> I do uh, enjoy the Massachusetts or New England wedding because people just drop like, fucking kid, what are you doing over there? <laughs> so like blunt 
versus California where everyone's just sort of like I've done Beverly Hills weddings and those are much more prim and proper and and everything. But the East Coast ones, like there's such a different vibe. Our weddings are proper up until dance floor and then then that's it. Oh, it's just all I don't even know. That. I think we attract some inappropriate people. Uh, yeah, great. I mean, collectively, like people will start changing their clothes, like shirts yes. come untucked. Oh, I, yes, I know what you like as a as a as crowd. A <laughs> yes, yeah, I yes. mean, at my last Massachusetts wedding, which is what kind of prompted us to talk a bit for this. Um, it was in a farm in New Hampshire, and it was a drunken shit show. <laughs> I mean, I walked into the bridal suite, and I was like, oh, boy. And it just kept going, and there was a bomb that was set off during the ceremony. <gasps> um, the family... <laughs> Wait, uh, what? Yeah. Uh, I had been warned about this, and I was very nervous, but they assured me it'd be fine. And I was like, I've heard that before on, like, you know, birth announcements gone wrong or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> so yeah the, they had like it was a family recipe for the bomb as well <laughs> what oh my god just the video to like calm my fears but the video didn't work so it actually made it worse because i didn't want to be like send me more videos like i was a crazy person oh they were get, sending you videos to like um get you ready for it <laughs> yes <laughs> I will be honest, I don't think any video could have gotten me ready for that because it was so loud that I literally screamed and like left. And but the best part is the bride just stood there completely just like with this face of like, oh, yeah, you're all terrified of my bomb. Like she's so proud of it. It was amazing. Oh my God. I don't even know. I don't even know what to say. Like Marisa, you would have screamed. Yeah, the cannon. Marisa always screams. <laughs> well, yeah, there's a place around here that has a cannon, and if you pay, you know, an extra like five hundred bucks, you can like the can have the cannon lit for you, and you can stand near it. Oh my god! I think you can hold the giant match. Yeah, or something. Um. Oh yeah, I lose it every time, and then I go she's, deaf. Yeah, she's like. Ah! <laughs> It's startling. You can't really prepare for that like level of noise out of no. nowhere. Okay, so there's a bomb at the ceremony. <laughs> bomb at the ceremony. And then I found out that there's a, I, we were talking about this earlier about the tradition of having super high rickety ladders. You have to climb up with Ugh. all of your gear and take photos of the entire attendees. And I had been told of this during a walkthrough like the day before. And I won't do heights, I won't do ladders. And I was like, no. I'm refusing. This was not told to me. And it's not your idea. And it never would be our idea to do that because no. it's not 1985 anymore. <laughs> the venue owner was a little pushy because he used to be a wedding photographer. So he oh, blow me. Walk through. He was telling me like, you're going to take a photo here. I'm going to bring out a couch. You're going to sit them here. You're gonna this. We're going to angle it this way. And I was like, oh my goodness. Yeah. And it was a little bit stressful. They also, he was really insisting that the groomsmen get iced when they walk in. Oh my God. Yeah. I never know what is happening because I'm an older generation. We didn't <laughs> ice people. So I'm like, why are they drinking a Zima? Or it's not Zima, is it? Why did somebody launch a beer at their face as they walked in the room? Like, it's so weird. <laughs> I only know it because of weddings. Otherwise, I wouldn't have any, I'd be like, what do you mean iced? Like, I wouldn't have because any we idea. Were both, 
Yes, I remember yeah. when it happened. We were like, what's going on? Why are, where did that? <laughs> yeah, um, it is, it is shocking. I'd only heard of it in like weird frat situations. I'd never thought of it for wedding because they don't do that at California Beverly Hills weddings. Surprise. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Look fondly upon that. The one thing that makes me really upset at weddings and Marisa will uh, like back me up with this one. I get so angry when people tell me how to do my job. Like, so if I was there and that man was, I would be so like, I'd be so enraged. I'd have flames like, you know, like, and I wouldn't, I'd be taken out of the job a little bit. Yeah. And she would be like, um, I can't take this. I'm going to go outside. I'm going to say I'm doing something else. And then I could take it over. Because yeah, I would it, just tell the guy no. Yeah, I got to the point where I was telling, like, we yelled at him at one point, my assistant and I, because we were just like, no, we're not doing that. Like, that's dumb. And he wouldn't tell us where the grand entrance was happening. And there were so many ways they could enter this tent. Oh. And, like, nobody knew. And even the wedding party, out they were wasted. And I was, like, trying to trip them down and be like, where are you coming in? None of this makes sense. And they had purple uplighting. And I was like, oh. Goodness. It was stressful. And then there was a petting zoo <laughs> is where the highlights of this wedding comes into play. Um, okay. So the petting zoo was off in like this little barn area that was not really lit. And it was after hours. It dropped. Oh. It wicked cold that night. It was during October of last year when it was like this crazy Arctic freeze came through. And my assistant was over there. My second trying to get photos and all of a sudden one of the bridesmaids has the donkey and something spooks the donkey and it proceeds to drag her through a field and she's just kicking and streaming holding onto that rope like she just can't let go and eventually she falls stays down for a bit and i don't hear about this until the venue owner's wife tells me she's like the donkey's still missing in the field you know <laughs> Okay. Oh my God. Wait, was the donkey dressed as a unicorn? Yes. <laughs> I'm like trying not to laugh because I know I'm, I'm bra- I don't want to break anyone else's. Like, <laughs> I need to laugh for a minute. Because <laughs> I was like, either I'm high or that, I swear that donkey was a unicorn. <laughs> yeah, no, it was definitely in wardrobe attire. It was those photos, I'm so bummed that her flash didn't go off in time to catch it. Like a photo, you just kind of see the blur, but yeah. Do you see Do you see how crazy the East Coast weddings are and why we're <laughs> able to have this podcast? Because you have traveled the world. You have been every, into like probably so many national parks. You've done so much work on mountains. And now we're talking about a New Hampshire wedding. Yeah, yeah. right, <laughs> of course. Yes. I mean, in contrast, one of the first Beverly Hills hotel wedding I did, the arch was left up and we went inside to take pictures. And then the next day I find out that Tommy Lee had used that arch to pose with his new girlfriend and it like made People Magazine like all. So like, that's the difference. L.A. weddings, you might have a celebrity show up and use your props like, as their own in the background. Wow. I've seen that hotel you, in the movies. Right. Yeah. <laughs> In LA, Maroon 5 will show up and play at your wedding. <laughs> yes, or people will show up in full bondage gear, which <gasps> did that happen? Yeah. Oh! At, the, at the wedding where I got the terrible review. Like 
Yeah, there were people that had flown in internationally and they were just wearing straight leather straps, no shirt, um, with a sparkly bow tie. And I think there were celebrities at that one too, but I'm terrible at identifying them. So I was sending oh. friends and they were like, oh, that's that person. Um, they were like, oh, and they the wrote fuck. you a bad review. They even wrote you a bad review. Because oh, wow. one of the bride's friends had a professional camera and also took photos and hers came out better. And so I asked to see how, and they were out of focus. And so the bride's complaint was that I made them look old on purpose. <laughs> I oh my God. Focus. And this other woman's were so blurry that they didn't have wrinkles. So that's why I got the bad review. Oh my yeah, God. People uh, don't know what they look like anymore because they use filters. Mm -hmm. And the reality is, they they look like the pictures we take so they have a maybe that yeah we've seen it like we've actually seen it that's true yeah yeah i've oh. had some like mother ride where they've been like oh you know can you come back and like thin out my arms and i don't typically do it um just because it's just not part of my process but every once in a while i'll just be like here's two pictures like it's fine you know like whatever yeah. but at the same time i'm like you know what your face looks like you have to look in the mirror or you just bad delusional <laughs> i don't get it yeah. I don't either. I really don't. Like, why? Well, I don't want. I don't want to make people look like not themselves. Like, I, you know, I just and I wouldn't want a picture of me looking like you know, a, like a mannequin, <laughs> like lady. Right, because then people have to see you in real life, and yeah. you know, they'll be like, "Can you make me ten pounds thinner and twenty years younger?" And I don't even know if it's a joke at this point. If they're like really want us to go in there and yeah. do it because we're not gonna no. no i had a bride that asked if i would erase the little red bumps it's like that uh it's called like something killer pelotosis it's some kind yes of on the my arms. daughter has it yeah i have it pretty bad it happens in your arms it's really annoying but she wanted me to go through and like clean up all like a, and i was like i'm sorry i was I like i can't I can't like it's just too it was also during busy season like my busiest time of year and i was like hey i don't and she's a photographer too so i was like you know what? I you can take the pictures. You can do them yourself. Like I don't care. I'm not one of those people that are super precious about stuff like that. Like it's for arms. You can smooth them out if you want to do prints for your house. And you don't want to. Yeah, see just yeah. Don't color spot it. Like just be cool and don't color spot it. And also, don't I have an idea. Like if you know you have a certain insecurity, then wear like fucking. Don't wear a fucking strapless dress. How about that? Like if you don't like your arms, cover them. <laughs> oh my god, preach! Like literally, like that. Just wear sleeves. Yes. And I'm like, there's such an easy solution to this problem, guys. Like, come on here. How old are we? We know things exist. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days, you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. 
Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oh, I love Oh my gosh. I remember a bride told us about that redness like the day of and then didn't want us to shoot a certain way because she was afraid that that was going to be in the pictures and i am like how am i going to do my job yeah or the couple that only let us photograph them straight on they would not angle their bodies oh my god only smiling too and and they were fuller figured so that's not the most flattering positioning no it's not and we like to put people looking their best so we know what to do with all different body shapes that's part of what makes you a good photographer is you know how to work someone's body so that they look beautiful and the most flattering and we couldn't do our magic because we had to do every picture with the two of them straight on smiling yeah yeah that was fun so did they tell you that up front because that seems like such an odd request they told us after yeah Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes more sense. But oh man, like that really limits what you can do. Like I honestly, if this was an elopement, it would be so boring because we go to these places and I'd be like, okay, we got two photos. That's it. Like, we yeah. got nothing to capture here. <laughs> like, okay. We were literally like, stand next to this stone wall. Look at me yep. smile. Stand next to this lighthouse. <laughs> like, that's all we did. <laughs> and here, smile. Okay. <laughs> She had two pairs of Louboutins and didn't wear either one. What? Oh, goodness. yeah. Marisa was mad. I'm so. I'm still not over it. She had the flat <laughs> version. She had the heels, and then she had the flat version of the heels, and decided they were too uncomfortable and didn't wear them. And I was just like, what? what? <laughs> it's so shocking to me. I mean, going back to the footwear thing, when people buy these fancy shoes and they don't break them in. And it's like, well, I don't want them to look dirty in photos. And I'm like, yeah, those like flat lays aren't going to be what you remember. You're going to remember limping on the dance floor and bleeding. Like, come on, you're going to ruin your whole night and like be in pain because you want your flat lay to look decent. Like, that's foolish. It's so Yeah, true. I know. I've like scraped out like toe jam from shoes before that, that they've worn, like they wore them at the rehearsal dinner to break them in. But whatever, that's part of the job, you know? It's fine. Yeah. Like, there's ways to kind of frame them, put them in the background, leave them a little out of focus. Like you can get yeah. around it. I'd much rather have you not in pain because that affects your face. It affects so much of how you're holding yourself. 
in yeah, front and then if you switch shoes and you're wearing heels, then your dress is not the right length. And it, let's face it, it's always going to be longer because they're going to put something with less of a heel on. So then mm-hmm. that's not fitting right. And then the bustle isn't right and it gets stepped on. And it's just, ladies, wear your <laughs> shoes. Wear your shoes. Yes, wear your shoes or wear flats and get your dress like all my all my brides, I tell them no one is going to see your footwear unless you want them to on these elopements. Like I just get your dress hemmed to a, a, a point where you're not going to trip on it, mm-hmm. where you can walk easily. Like that's all I care about. And I would say like ninety percent of my brides, maybe a little bit more, are like I want this dress to get dirty. Let's go fuck this shit up. Like they're like I'm like, do you want to sit? And like we don't care. You want me to get in the water? Like I have a bride coming up <sighs> in March. She's like. I will do whatever you ask. She's like, do you want me to jump off a cliff in Big Sur? And I'm like, no, you will not. <laughs> Come on. But I, if the waves and we're down by a, a calm part, you could be in the water, but not if there's an undertow. Like, no. So I saw oh, I love a that. picture on your Instagram. I don't know. I think they were in the water, but they were like, there was water and there were rocks like little humps, like rocks coming out of the water. I don't, I have to find it. I'm going to put on our, our, bitches uh story because i was like i was staring at it and that's i think when i told marisa we need to upgrade our cameras do you see what fucking lisa's doing yeah <laughs> yeah no you were you were an inspiration for us to upgrade too because uh, your work is just like oh lisa it's so good <laughs> yeah i thank you <laughs> it's crazy and i think it was like tahoe with the big boulders. i think it yes, was like yes. tahoe yes. Yeah, yeah i know what you're talking about too yeah, yeah. Um, that water is like 30, 40 degrees, like it's mountain runoff. And one couple, it had snowed the week before and it was hot that day. And they were like, we don't care. We'll get in. It's fine. They were both uh, musical theater actors that like literally toured with Broadway. And they, so when I was giving them prompts, like, okay, let's do the drunken walk. I had to be like, all right, guys, we're not on stage. You don't have to be just promotion like 50 feet away. I was like, this is too dramatic. It's kind of hilarious. Like I've never. I had people like go into full performance mode. And oh, we That's did amazing. theater people. Yeah. And it was ama- everything was amazing because when they did their first dance, it was like they were just like, you know, just like so expressive with their bodies and their faces. And I mean, the Even greatest their, photos. Their <laughs> ceremony was like in a circle their guests sat in a circle we were in dc and their guests we were in some big hotel and all the guests sat in a circle and like i swear the groom was like walking around i don't know it was it was a lot but it worked well the the last thing i wanted to ask you for the podcast is um how did you get into elopement photography were you doing traditional weddings and then you were like screw this. I want to do something that brings me back to nature, or I want to have a more personal relationship with my couples or what What was it? So the very first like official kind of wedding type event I ever shot was an elopement. My friends asked me to do it back in 2010 and I didn't know what an elopement was. And they were just like, yeah, you took a cool photo of us in Hawaii. So we wanted to hire you to come and do our sunrise elopement in Malibu. And I was like, oh, okay, this seems like a lot of pressure because I've, I've only been to like two weddings in my life and it was just a few of them and it was so nice and I loved it. And then I started doing weddings myself in 2015, 16. And my husband and I actually decided to elope as well in 2016. 
uh, I hate being the center of attention. He didn't want to spend the money on like a big event that I would just be miserable at and making bitch faces. So <laughs> we decided to elope and big sir the two of us and then had receptions after that. And I just really connected with that and thought that it was more of my passion to go in that direction versus more traditional events, especially like I'm not good in church stuff. I would much rather be outdoors. I love the natural light. So yeah, it was more of that. And it's more of a connection versus the hustle and bustle of everyone running around the stress of a wedding day. And I feel like a lot of couples don't really remember or appreciate their wedding as much as they do when they elope because it's a lot for other people versus themselves. Mm -hmm. So yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I love yeah, that. Totally. I love that you just followed your heart and you and you just did what you what felt right for you. And it because it really shows in your work. I don't think what I could do, I, I don't I wouldn't be able to do what you do because you can just tell that you love it and you love where you are because I've seen you scouting locations. I feel like we could talk for another hour about this, but you'll be mm-hmm. like oh, heading up to Tahoe, going to find a spot. Like, would you get married here? Or how would you feel about this? Spot? Yes. And I, you can just tell that you love it. Yeah. And it really comes like, through in your pictures. I, yeah. When I'm traveling, like I make an effort to always scout wherever I am. Like even if I've been there before. And I will say like some of these places I've been to so many times, like if I go to Yosemite, I'm in awe every single time. And like that beauty just has like an energy to taking photos that I wouldn't get if I was at a country club. I just don't have that power for a whole table set up to take those pictures. To me, that's work. Whereas this is fun. And it, it's an expression of like love between them and it just makes it feel so much better. And I do actually smile while I'm editing a lot of my couple's pictures because of that. Cause I remember what we were doing at the time and it's like, Oh my gosh, this is so funny. I can't wait to show them. And like, so there's definitely more of a bond for me in that sense. Yeah. I love That's that so you nice. said that about like smiling when you're editing, because I found myself doing that. And, uh, and that to me is like such a gift because I know I always say, I love this job. We always say, this is the best job. I love this job. But when I catch myself smiling when I'm working, then I know like that I'm doing something right. And it's not always like that. (laughs) I mean, like weddings, my body couldn't handle them anymore that much. Just all of the weight and the standing. I mean, I would feel like I was hit by a truck. I know they call them like wedding hangovers for a reason. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I can do an eight hour elopement. And feel nothing. I get up the next day and I always go hiking, like immediately after. Like, yeah. it's a thing. Whereas like a wedding, I'm like, don't talk to me. Bring me some wine and Tylenol and put on like below deck. Cause that's all of yeah. Yes. I mean, you well, that's what happens every day after yeah. a wedding for us. Yeah. yeah. And I have to say, I, w- I feel like um, we're like super lucky that we have each other. Cause I don't know if I would be like, I don't know if I'd be doing this job if it, Marisa wasn't with me. At the wedding. Yeah, same. I mean, it's a beast doing what what we do. Like you just said, at least we have two of us to break that up, two of us to carry the gear. But even more than that, just like having like the company. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know? When I do weddings, if I don't know my second very well, or like, because you also can't trust every second you get. And I'm traveling, so I don't, they're always new people for me. And I try to vet them. But like, yeah, it's just not the same connection of ease. To just yeah. Like, in. I right. I do most of my stuff by myself. I was kind of mentoring another photographer this past summer on a few elopements 
And that was kind of nice too, just to have somebody to help corral. And like, I've used my husband, he had to help in Yosemite recently on a bunch of stuff. But at the same time, sometimes that extra person in elopement is too much. It's in the way. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. Right, because you like got to back up and you might be on a hiking trail and you need to back up and where are they going to even go? Like off a cliff or like, right. Totally. And then also I get lost on every single elopement. I have been to many of these places countless times and I will walk us into a, like a tree or like a field that for no reason, I will just find like an animal track and be like, I think we should go this way. This seems right. I don't know what it is. And when I have somebody else there, I'm more embarrassed, but with my couple and I play it off. Like I did this on purpose to get this great photo. But then when I have an assistant, they're always like, this definitely wasn't the trail. Like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love this. I just find it so fascinating. We didn't even talk about how we met, you know, we were supposed to talk about, I know because we met (laughs) Lisa. Yeah. We met at um, a photography, like workshop getaway, was it's not all photography though. It was kind of like it's fun. I mean, it was a wedding photography experience, but there was spirituality, there were uh wolves, <laughs> there was yoga, there was bingo, there were dance parties, and it was sound, Reiki, baths. sound baths, yeah. But there was also the photography part of it. But that's and that's why we probably all went. Mm-hmm. And that's where we met in the middle of a little town in Texas called Marfa. Yeah. Well, we met, didn't we meet in Santa Barbara though? We or met no? in Santa Barbara, right? Yes. We don't have any photo proof of that, but I no. do remember because the next year when, when I showed up at Marfa and they didn't have any of the food that first night, we were, I went up there and I was like, what is happening? Like, I need to eat. Like, this is insane. Right. Okay. Yeah. I thought I was, I thought we definitely met in Santa Barbara. I definitely remember being at the dance party with you. I, I don't it's know. all a little hazy for all of us <laughs> and we all remember different parts of the meeting yeah yeah we had to have meet, met you there because we met all of your other people that you were with right i mean so there's no way we didn't cross paths i recognized you yeah Martha, like as soon as we got there Same. So i had to have hung out with you but it's so hard because we were like oh we don't have any pictures of the dance together oh i didn't do kickball so it's like <laughs> We're all kind of running in the same group. So I know I don't think you were in the class where I took the drone. I was the first volunteer and I flew it directly into a tree and broke it. And that was the <laughs> drone. I have well, never that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I was so embarrassed. I was like, what are you doing? And I was like, I don't know how to stop this thing. And it just literally went straight into the tree and just died. You so were that. like, dude, if I knew how to use this thing, I wouldn't be doing this class. <laughs> exactly. And everyone just stared at me and I was like, I'm, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I've, I've ruined the one drone class. <laughs> I just took oh, well. every class that made me cry for some reason. I ended up just like crying in every building. Like, what? Oh, my God. Did you do God. the one that stared at a person for like five minutes soundless? I no, didn't do that. Fuck that. I don't want to eye gaze anybody. <laughs> I saw people no. do it. <laughs> Yeah, no, people said they started crying when they did that one. And I was like, this is literally my worst nightmare. I'd probably have a panic attack if I had to look at a stranger for five minutes without saying a word. Like my awkwardness would just be like, I, I can't, I just get up Me and leave. too. Yes, yeah. our friend Denise did it. I was like, okay, you you go girl. <laughs> go do that. I don't know. I'm just so, I, I'm just so glad that we met because we maintained this friendship or built our friendship through Instagram basically. And yep. that's one of the good things about social media. It can be used for good. 
Totally. Very and like true. I can touch with a bunch of other people from field trip as well. And I really, I mean, that was the first time I've ever put myself in a situation where I didn't have any other people to support me and help with my social anxiety. And it was like going to, and there was no good self-service. So I couldn't even just like retreat yeah. in a corner and play on my phone. And it really like helped me meet new people. And I think that also helped in my business in terms of like being more open and handling that kind of pressure and stress on my one-on-one hike with these random couples. So that makes sense. Yeah, what, cool. what if we do, we should do like a, a field trip reunion since there's no more field trip. What if we all had like a, we got a big Airbnb and we just yeah. randomly invite people. Oh. We only met like for like two hours. <laughs> that would be amazing. Like a on the post where it's stupid cheap and then just go swimming and yes. yeah. Because we have like a like two like we like you. I mean, stayed, yeah, but, there's some people we could yeah. definitely like yeah, that. Um, I Megan so, and I hang out. Like she, I was texting her when I was texting you guys. So oh, that's saying, awesome! Yes. Yeah, I mean, she came and, and, me and gave me my worst adult hangover last year. <laughs> <laughs> I was with Melissa for her worst hangover ever. Oh yeah, well that's another. That's a long story. Oh, are we still recording? Oops. No, we are. No, it's all right. I love that story. And I will tell it one day because it's actually, I love to tell it. <laughs> it's one of my lowest moments and it's one of my favorite stories. Well, Lisa, I don't want to say goodbye, so I'm not going to. I'm going to say I'll talk to you on my phone when I text you in two minutes. Yes. <laughs> this is really great. And for anybody who wants to reach you, how can they find you? They can go to my website. It is prettyboldphotography.com or my Instagram is at prettyboldphotos. Everybody pretty go follow her. Everybody like, go follow her. You're, you're about to hit a million followers yes. because they're all going <laughs> to follow you. If you're listening and you're not um, interested in the photography, you will be able to see Lisa's jerk pets. Lisa yes. has the cutest cats and dogs and their jerks. And plants. And yep. you'll get to see a little bit of them too. And you can yes. also do location scouting via me because I take videos and photos. If you're ever like, should I go to Tahoe? Should I go to Yosemite? Yep. Trips planned right. So yeah, you can see all beautiful places for yourself without having to do the research. And of course, if you want to hire her for elopement photography, uh, we get a kickback. So you should <laughs> drop <laughs> To drop our names and we'll get us some get us some money. Well, thank you. Lisa's in uh, Cali. You're in California. So thank you for taking the I don't know why that makes a difference of you taking the time to be on this, but But it does. It does. And we appreciate you and we love you. And we're so glad that you got to be our first guest. Yes. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited. The only thing about your podcast I was going to question was that you don't have September as your theme song, like, or a variation of September. No. Bye. <laughs> Bye. How dare you? <laughs> Do you remember? <laughs> That's the outro. Just singing that. Yeah. Jason, Jason Dawson, get on it. You, you, you did our theme it. song. We want a remix of September with the bitches taking pictures theme song, please. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. And you know, well, he'll listen and then he'll just text it to us. And we'll he'll, yeah, he will. <laughs> yeah, he'll probably do it. <laughs> all right. That's all for today. We are going to be back in two weeks because we said we would and we're holding true to our word. 
Look at us. Ish. <laughs> Woo! Bye. Bye. Is that it? Can we be done? Yep. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.